Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Well, friends, we are here for our very first Friday Faith Follow-Up. I am a fan of alliteration. I'm just, I'm going to claim it. I'm going to love it. You can roll your eyes. That's fine. This is our new Friday episode where we will just kind of follow up on uh, the main episode of the week, Tuesday's episode. And specifically, we will look at scripture or um, just devotional thoughts, my journey, you know, it'll look a little different every week, but specifically to tackle the same topic, very clearly looking at God's word. How do we apply this? How do we deepen our walk with the Lord, regardless of what topic it might be that we're talking about that week? It'll probably look a little different over time. This is our first one. Welcome aboard. I am glad that you are here. So in episode 50, we talked about kind of a reality check of marriage and motherhood and how difficult they can be. They can be so much harder than we expect. And that often surprises us. I don't know why, because life is always a lot harder than we think it will be. But marriage and motherhood are so important and so powerful in our lives. Um, I think that's part of why when we do struggle, especially in a way that we were not expecting, it can really rock us uh, in a way that can be quite challenging. And I want to share a little bit today in our Friday Faith Follow-Up about how I have personally, this is not me as a marriage and family therapist, this is me, Jessica, a wife, a mom, how have I pressed into Jesus when my marriage has been harder than I expected? And when my journey of motherhood has been harder than expected. And hopefully you listened all the way through episode 50, because at the end, I shared my number one tip for um, enjoying and investing in marriage and motherhood, even when it's hard. And that tip was to live out the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first his kingdom, God's kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. That is my number one tip in large part. Well, number one, because it's, it's biblical. <laughs> it's God's word. But number two, because as I have done that in my life, in my family life, that is when I have seen the greatest blessings in my marriage and in my journey of motherhood. I know back in episode two, I shared some of my personal story. And part of that is a many year struggle with singleness before I got married and a many-year struggle with infertility before I had children. And actually, infertility is still a part of my motherhood because the children that we have, um, we got them through embryo adoption. So they are not genetically from my body. And um, that could be a whole separate conversation. Embryo adoption was was and is a, a wonderful experience. But that also means infertility is still a part of our story. It still means Kelly and I cannot decide, you know what, we want to have kids. Uh, Let's do all the things you got to do and let's have a few more little bambinos. Not that anyone can really decide that, but we often think that we can. And if it comes easily to us, then that just reinforces it. 
but that's really not an option for us. And so fertility is, it's a part of my motherhood, even now as I have three precious children that I have the honor of parenting. So I say all of that to acknowledge that there have been seasons in my marriage and in my motherhood when I have approached things uh, not seeking God's kingdom first, not seeking his righteousness first, not focusing my heart and my mind, my thoughts, my desires on the things of God, but on the things that I wanted. Um, that's, I, I think I'm very, fairly confident that I can say that's a struggle for all of us. We all get distracted by our hopes, our dreams, the things that we see on social media, that we watched in movies growing up. We're all influenced, certainly, by our own family life growing up. What did our parents' marriage look like? What was our relationship like with our mom and our dad? And who knows how many other caregivers we may have have had close relationships with or maybe didn't have close relationships with. We all know that we are influenced by this life and the brokenness of this world. And so for myself, when I think about not, again, not so much from the professional side of women coming into the counseling room, struggling in ways they did not expect with their marriage or their motherhood, but just for myself, getting married and having that first fight with my husband, uh, which, I mean, thankfully, we don't have like the big blowout scream at each other fights. We have it usually looks more like I get really emotional. I can't talk about it until I've calmed down or processed it or figured it out. But that makes my husband really anxious. And so how do we work that out? The first time that that happened in our marriage was just point one example. It's happened many times since where I had to choose. I can't speak for his heart, his time with the Lord. I think he handled it very well <laughs> from what I could see. But for myself, I had to decide, am I seeking God's kingdom, God's righteousness in this moment, which I would define, looking back on that situation, I would define that as, am I seeking to be as compassionate as Jesus, to be as kind as Jesus, to be as patient as Jesus? Was that going to be my focus or was it going to be my emotional state in the moment, feeling really awkward, feeling not at all interested in being vulnerable with my husband to share what I was struggling with. And I'm very thankful that the Holy Spirit worked with me through that. I'm definitely not going to say I handled it perfectly that time or probably any other time. But that was a turning point of recognizing the power of those moments in my marriage Am I going to seek the things that feel comfortable for me at this moment emotionally and uh, what I maybe with my natural inclination would do in this moment, what my habitual response might be based on previous relationships or observing my parents? Is that the route that I'm going to take? What feels right to me in the moment? Or am I going to seek the righteousness of God? And there have been times where I have gone with what felt comfortable for me. And there have been times where I've gone with what I thought God genuinely wanted for me and for my marriage and for my husband in that moment. And it's not even a comparison, friends, of which was healthier and ultimately most helpful for my marriage. 
the times when I seek to follow God in those hard moments, those are the interactions, the struggles, the the conflict or the hardship or whatever it is that wind up strengthening our marriage rather than hurting it. And that really has nothing to do with what my husband does or does not do or say in that moment. That's important, of course, but I have no control over that. The Holy Spirit has a lot more influence than I do at that moment. So I would encourage you to try to live this out. And that's an example from my marriage with my motherhood. Those years of struggling to have children, wanting to have children, not having children, um, they really shaped how I now look at my opportunity to be a mom. That I'm not here to just enjoy time with my kids, although certainly I want to. And I am, I think, realistic, maybe a little more than would be average. Of course, some of that might be being a family therapist and having a lot of training and a lot of experience in that parenting world, kind of from the outside looking in. Um, But seeking, again, not just to enjoy my children, to have a comfortable relationship with my children or, you know, great sleepers or great eaters or all the things you want for your little kids. And that list will only get longer as they get older, but to seek God's kingdom. Am I raising my kids in the best possible way of knowing God, talking about God, praying in front of them, um, struggling in front of them, letting them see that, letting them hear my questions to God and, and hear the answers that I'm getting from scripture. If I'm doing all of that, then that other stuff comes. And, um, and I do think that those years of infertility, of really wrestling with that before we found out we were going to have children, really helped me to seek God's perspective in my motherhood. Because he had to, he had to wrestle me through a lot of my own desires in becoming a mom, a lot of the reasons why we wanted to have children. And the more that he stripped away the idols that were there and the lies of the world that were there, the more I was able to see his heart for my family, my possible kids who do now exist in our family, and my role as their mom. And so in in all of these things, in all of these family interactions, when I have chosen to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, I don't mean that everything has suddenly gone well or smoothly, but I would absolutely say that the marriage relationship or my relationship with a child, the, the one-on-one relationship, as well as our family life as a whole, has been strengthened. And I think that's because in those moments when I give it over to God, I'm not operating or responding on my own strength. I'm relying on his strength, which is so much bigger and better than mine. So friends, I just wanted to share some of those thoughts with you today, because I know that sometimes we read the words of scripture and then we think about how on earth would I apply this in my real life? It seems impossible. And we just kind of give up and move on. And I don't want us to do that. So um, if you haven't listened yet to episode 50, where we talked about marriage and motherhood and the kind of reality check that it is hard sometimes, and it's so important all the time, that was, I hope, a really encouraging and helpful conversation. 
but ultimately it's not very meaningful if we walk away from it and nothing changes. We don't do anything. We don't pray about it. We don't connect with God. And so the action step that I would encourage you in is the same one from episode 50, is to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things, all these things we worry about and stress about, all the things that we long for, he will give us what is right for us and for our marriage, for our family, for our kids. He will make our paths straight. So let me close us out today, my friends, with a prayer. Um, As part of this Friday Faith follow-up, I want to pray for us, for you, for your marriage and your motherhood. So Holy Father, I praise you that you have given us the gifts of marriage and motherhood. And I pray for every woman listening to this podcast episode today. Lord, I pray that you will fill her with the Holy Spirit so that she will set her heart on the things that delight you. And she will refocus her thoughts onto things that are true and good and beautiful and of Christ. Lord, I pray that you will help each of us to seek first your kingdom, to seek your righteousness, most especially in those moments, God, when we are tempted by our flesh or we're listening to a lie or we're overwhelmed by our emotions. Help us in those moments, Lord, to be filled with your spirit so that we can give you the glory and rest on you and trust that you are doing what is good. You are doing what is right. Lord, I pray all of this for this community of women, that you will strengthen our marriages, strengthen our family relationships so that it brings you glory and creates good in our lives and in your kingdom here on earth. And I pray all of this, Holy Father, trusting in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, friends, join us in the Facebook group if you haven't already and stick around next week. Uh, You're going to want to hit that follow button on the podcast so that when episode 51 drops next week, it just pops up right there in your app. Friends, I'm so thankful that you are here. I would love to get your feedback on the new Friday Faith follow-up angle for the Friday episodes, episode 50.5. You can drop me a note over on Instagram or in the Facebook group, or if you haven't done it yet, leave a written review of the podcast and let me know, was this fun? Was this encouraging? Was this like ridiculous and not at all what you expected? (laughs) I would just love to know your feedback because I want the podcast to be helpful for you. But I will see you again next week for episode 51. Hugs and blessings to you, friend. I'll talk to you soon.